Okay, loyal horn toad listeners, it's been a, about a week since the last time I'd done the podcast, episode 8. Tonight is episode 9 for the Clagato Veteran Podcast, and this one is going to be a little bit different as far as me just really being, uh, using this podcast as a doc, as a documentation of what happened recently with the Navajo Veteran Network, the nonprofit. So, um, with that being said, uh, I'm here again with, uh, in doing the Hogan session with, uh, my nephew's cat, David, who should be moving out here pretty soon. So, um, you know, just gotta, it's gotta roll with him. But anyways, um, this is coming off the heels of a teleconference that we had as a nonprofit group. So tonight's episode theme will be NVN Crossroads. So Navajo Veteran Network Crossroads. And it's going to be another six uh, segment episode where the first one is going to be impromptu teleconference. The second will be exposing a con artist. The third will be victimhood routine. Four will be graphic designer promise. Five will be divided progression. And finally, number six will be veteran refocus. Okay, so with that being said, let me kind of make the introduction kind of short, but just know that, um, excuse me, that David's um, is going to be here with me. And um, I don't know if you'll hear him in the background, but so if anything, let's just, without further ado, let's get started. And let me tell you all this action that has gone on. Alrighty, here we go. Alrighty, fellow Horned Toad loyal listeners, let's start off this podcast, um, Season 6, Episode 9, with the theme of Navajo Veteran Crossroads, or Navajo Veteran Network Crossroads, NVN Crossroads, I'll say with uh, this first segment, which will be impromptu teleconference. And this segment is about what was said over the phone on Tuesday, September 26th, between the NVN board members and how it started. Okay, so basically, let me just say how this all started. It was, you know, we're in the, um, well, today is Thursday, uh, or tonight is Thursday, September 28th, so two nights ago, um, or two evenings ago, I should say, the uh, nonprofit president, she called me and said, you know, we need to talk, and I said, well, hold on, I'm, I'm almost home, I'll be, I'll call you back in 15 minutes, I was uh, on my way back from, um, uh, Gallup. And then I was, by the time she called me, I was past Ganado headed back towards Clagato. So I'm about a good, you know, 12 minute drive, but you know, I had to unload the groceries and stuff like that. So when I got back home, I called her and she says, what is this email you're talking about? And I'm like, well, the, that email that she was referring to was, um, I, I, sent it to her, the vice president, the secretary, and the board member at large. I said, look, man, we haven't had any activity in the past three months. We There was nothing going on for July, August, and September. 
So using Robert rules of order, since we never really officially fixed or amended the, um, or made the changes to the bylaws and we're basically still under Clagatill Veterans Nonprofit as far as that goes. Even our bank account is still Clagatill Veterans Nonprofit. Um, she was um, she was asking about that. So th what I wrote on there, damn, I wish I, I would have screen saved it or something. But um, well, basically, it was just saying, look, man, we haven't had these <clears throat> meetings. There was nothing going on. So let's just have an in-person meeting this coming Sunday, October 1st at the Clagato Chapter House, 1 p.m. And let's just re let's just discuss about what's been going on and how we can, you know, put everything back together. Because right now we're all scattered. And, you know, as far as the secretary and the board member at large goes, you know, we are used to having meetings in person. So the president, she's trying to say, you know, uh, teleconferences are the way to go now because we had already voted on it. I was like, bullshit, we need to, you know, go by the bylaws here. So anyways, so the letter was just, the email was pretty much like that. I mean, pretty cut and dry. I mean, I, I looked it over. I did my punctuations, my grammar. I made sure I spelled everything correctly. Cause last time I did that, I was in a hurry and I read it back and it was all crappy and sloppy. So this time I wanted to let them know, yeah, I'm just trying to be serious here. You know, yes, let's all just meet up and just, you know, make sure that we have enough time to, you know, plan this out correctly. So then, um, then she was saying, you know, what is this letter all about? I'm like, ah, fuck, come on, man. You know? So I told her, I said, well, we haven't, you know, we haven't done anything much. You know, we, I'm still waiting for the next meeting so that way I can, you know, start to use the money properly again to do promotions and events. And then um, then she was telling me, hold on, I'm trying to get the uh, secretary on. So it took a few tries, but the secretary came on. And then she says, all right, go ahead and explain to us. Um, well, she asked the secretary, do you know what this is about? And the secretary says, no, I don't. She goes, oh, well, earlier he had written a, us an email, all of us. So, you know, it's in regards to um, having an in-person meeting October 1st. I'm like, God damn, why do you got to make things so fucking difficult, I thought. <clears throat> so anyways, she told me to, you know, explain to the secretary again. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, all right. So I explained again, you know, it's all because we haven't done shit, basically. And I said, there's been no progress I said, so at least let us come together at least one more time so that way we can all talk about this and do it in front of the public. And um, that way they understand what we're going through. So, you know, they're not making any assumptions or they just not, they're not giving up on us. And then she says, oh, what progress? What do you mean there's no progress? I'm like, are you fucking stupid? You know, I really wanted to say that, man. And um, I just ended up saying, well, you know, we haven't done anything. The last thing we did was that bingo back in uh, June for Father's Day. And then in July, um, we didn't really do much again. You know, I tried to do that. Um, I tried to do that um, celebrity appearance, but nothing was going right. So uh, we, even though I did pay for catering, no, was that, was that then? Um, well, anyways, so... For July, we didn't do shit. August, we didn't do shit. September, we didn't do shit. Because I was like, well, you're the leader, man. You tell us when, 
you know, we can all start coming together and working on things. I thought that's what we're supposed to fucking do. You know, we're board members, you know, we all have our roles. So we're just waiting, you know, we're waiting on you and you call yourself a fucking professional. I thought, you know, so then what ended up happening was, um, they started to talk about how things were progressing and, you know, they were like, you guys are just leaving us out of it. And I was like, well, speaking of leaving people out, how come you haven't called a board member, uh, board member at large yet? I said, shouldn't he be a part of this call too? So she goes, oh, okay, hold on. And I was like, really? You're going to fucking forget about him? You know? So she was just really starting to downgrade her, her role as president, you know? by uh, showing a lack of concern for those that were, you know, just waiting on her, basically, you know. And then she finally, she got a hold of him and she goes, do you know what this phone call's about? He goes, no. And she said, did you, did you get an email from the, uh, the board from Mateo? And he says, yeah, I did. I, I just now read it. He goes, oh, and then she goes, all right, uh, explain to us again what this letter is about. I was like, oh, fuck, come on, man, you know. So uh, once again, I was like, good, you know, I got an audience. So I got the majority of the board, you know, that has my back. So then I explained again, you know, we have not had progress. We, we, we're not doing shit, you know, and we're still waiting and, you know, you know, let's not do another teleconference. Let's at least have one in-person meeting. So at least this way we can start to address the, the bylaws because, Right now, you know, the three of us are still waiting for shit to go down. And I knew if I said the three of us, they're going to look at it like her and the uh, vice president were going to be looking at it like being outcasted, you know. And I'm like, I'm trying to give you bitches a chance to fucking understand what it is that I'm saying here is very direct because I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit because look what happens when I sugarcoat things, you know, we get nothing done. And um, so... Anyways, what ended up happening was, um, I explained that. And then she asked the other two for their opinions. So the secretary kind of upset me because she says, Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I was like, Oh fuck, man. Come on lady. You know, we talked about this already, you know? And then, um, and then, so the board member at large, you know, he was, he was trying to talk, but there was a few times they cut him off. And they were saying, well, um, we feel that, or, or the president said, oh, I feel that this uh, letter is a threat. And I was like, typical Navajo woman bullshit. When she gets cornered and caught and exposed, that's what they usually do. They, oh, well, I'm the victim here, you know? So I'll get into that later. But, um, so anyways, I was like, oh, please, what the fuck ever, you know? So then that's when, uh, I don't remember the exact chronological order of everything that we said, but, uh, the board member said, um, I mean, the board member at large, he said, well, you know, you guys, um, last, what I heard was, uh, if I missed one more meeting, you guys were going to replace me. And then right there, they cut him off again. So right there, I was kind of starting to get agitated and, um, it's eventually going to lead to me getting pissed, you know, then I'll tell you what I said. But, um, what ended up happening was she said, the, the board president said, um, well, you know, seems like you guys are, you know, not so much colluding, but you guys are having your own meeting or own discussions without us. 
And I said, that's why I'm writing this email because, you know, I'm tired of this shit. Well, I didn't say shit, but I said, I'm tired of this, man. Let's just all meet up. Why is that? I Well, I didn't say it, but I was thinking, why is it so hard? But I kind of wanted to hear her response. And then she said, oh, well, you know, these, um, according to the bylaws, these, uh, these terms of, you know, the, the, the terms of service are like two years. So she goes, you guys are going to have to work with me for two years. And I said, well, there you go. You know, you're, you're kind of like, uh, I don't know if I said contradicting, but, uh, I, cause I know I was feeling, I was getting a lot of emotions. I was thinking a lot of things and I said some things, so I'm not, I'm not really sure which one I said, but I think I was thinking, you know, well, you're contradicting yourself once again, because you're saying we should not use the bylaws. And she, you're saying that the bylaws can only be used every once in a while to keep things in order. But yet, you know, you're saying, according to the bylaws, these positions are for two years. So why have a re-election? And, you know, so that was so stupid. And then plus the thing I didn't really catch because I was like getting it really agitated was if I was thinking more clearly, I would have said, well, you know, you're talking about, you know, um, According to the bylaws, we're not going to use it, but according to it, we're going to be in these positions for two years. Then I was going to tell, if I was thinking right, I would have said, you know, then how come when the board member at large missed two meetings, you and the vice president already said that you're going to replace him at, if he doesn't show up to the third meeting? So why is that suddenly a double standard now where now that it doesn't work to your advantage, you're fucking flipping it on us and you're trying to make us look like we're trying to attack you. So, you know, there was the victim, uh, victimhood mentality. I was like, I already knew this shit was coming anyways, especially when I wrote the letter, but I had to, you know what I mean? I had to let them know, you know, in a formal letter, but the, you know, like true, like I said, true, typical Navajo women. Oh, I found this letter. I found this email as a threat. It was threatening to me. I was like, oh, what the fuck ever, man. So then um, the other thing that they brought up was why do we need to change the bylaws or some stupid shit like that? I said, because the bank doesn't recognize us as Navajo Veteran Network. They still look at us as Clagato Veteran Nonprofit Organization, I said. And, um, and then the other issue about them saying that the letter was a threat. I said, you know, I don't know how else to write it to you guys. If I if I just do a half-assed job, then it looks that then I know you two are going to think of it as, you know, me not taking uh not being professional enough. I said cuz you know, she was telling me, "Oh, be professional on the NVN Facebook page and don't fucking joke around, you know." So, I uh, just throwing that professionalism back in her face again. I said, "You know, all I did was make sure I wrote the letter in complete sentences. I checked my spelling, my grammar, my error, the, I, mean, I mean, my grammar and my error, ah, punctuations as best as I could, I said. And um, so anyways, that's where this whole shit kind of came in. And um, then finally, um, she, once again, the board president goes, uh, since I'm on 13 minutes here, I want to try to make this 15 minutes long, but... Um, the board member said, um, I mean, <laughs> the board president goes, well, you know, I think this letter is a threat. And, I, and then I said, ha, or something like that, ha ha, or something like that. She goes, I don't think this is funny. I said, well, I do. I said, I think it's really funny and convenient that, you know, when it doesn't work out in your favor, it's a threat. I said, 
Um, what happened to like that time you're telling me not to joke around on Facebook. I said, the first time I ever met you, I was joking around and, you know, trying to get, uh, what did I say? I was, I was joking, not joking around, but I was being friendly, man. I said, you know, I was trying to be nice to you and, you know, kind of joke with you every now and then. But then I saw your attitude and you've been giving me that same attitude ever since. I said, um, what else did I say, man? I said something like, um, yeah, I said, yeah, I know you don't like me. I said, I don't know what I ever did to you, but you know, why you gotta, why you, why you gotta hate me? What did I ever do to you? And then, um, right there, man, my blood started boiling and she tried to say something, but the real, the one thing that really pissed me off was when the vice president says, all right, you guys, all right, stop it, stop it, cut it out. You know, something like that. I, you know, something about stop it or that's enough or some shit like that. And I've been hearing that so much in the uh, chapter meetings that I got so fucking sick and tired of that shit. So then I got my phone and then I said, stop, was it? Stop pissing me off. And I, you know, as much as I wanted to say you bitch or fuck you or something like that, I just said, ah, real hard as, you know, as hard as I could at that time. Then I just, you know, it's funny because I can't slam the phone down. But I had to like use my little finger and, you know, turn it off. And so I was like, damn it, man. So afterwards, um, <clears throat> the uh, I gave it about a good five minutes. Then uh, the board member at large, he called back or, or he texted me. And I told him, hey, dude, call me back, man. I said, let me know what happened after I, you know, after I said what I said. And then he goes, they hung up. I was like, good. So I said, give me a call. Then he called me and I said, so what happened after I fucking yelled at them? Uh, well, not, not so much the vice president. She's like really a non-threat, but it's the president and her double standards and her fucking mind games and all that. And he told me that they both hung up. So, um, excuse me. Um, that's where I, I'm going to, you know, go a little bit more detailed into this, but, um, that's how this, all this shit started. So that's why I want to bring it up in this, uh, podcast and is, as a documentary, yeah, documentation of what went on rather than me trying to put out, put out a letter or some shit. But anyways, let me go ahead and cut this off. Cause I've already passed my 15 minute mark. I'm like at 16. So that was my impromptu teleconference segment that that's what, that's what happened. And that's what went on. So now let me go ahead and jump on to number two. This one is going to be exposing a con artist. And this one is a good one.